Blog Talk Radio. Facing the loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. And during this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home. And my recommendation is C.L. Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry 
and service is their number one priority. For more information on CLL Page Mortuary, visit www.clpagemortuary.com or call 904-353-4434. And guys, we are back and we are excited because we're going to go into our next segment, the Wiggum Report, where she is going to give us some of the hottest news and information around. Here we go. Wiggum Report. I'm bringing the news to you straight with no chasers. <laughs> so, Robert, today I got a lot of stuff um, that I want to cover with you. Let's start out with some entertainment stuff, okay? Yes, ma'am. Let's go. So, Let's do it. I'm excited about it. <laughs> All right. So, Chris Breezy, Chris Brown, left the nightclub in Hollywood last Sunday night falling down drunk after the GET Awards. I mean, why would he do that? Um, TMZ posted a video of him barely making it out of the club in Hollywood following this event. Chris Brown was asked about this embarrassing stupor, and being recently released from rehab, you know, they, the public won't an answer. And basically he said Lil Wayne, Tiger, and Soldier Boy convinced him to drink to celebrate his performance on the BET Awards. And since he hadn't drank anything alcoholic in six months, that's how he ended up like that. What kind of excuse is that? That's uh, like, crazy. I, honestly, it's it's not an excuse to me. And and I, I'll be honest with you, we as men and women, we have to take responsibility for our own actions. I'm guessing. Um, I did watch the BET Awards, but once again, you have to be responsible for your own actions. I mean, I guess blaming Little Wayne and, and who you said Tigger Tiger. Yeah. Show jump monk in my hand. Um, that's that's that, that's that's pretty crazy, but that's I mean these aren't you know, like perfect role models anyway. I mean Lil Wayne, Tiger, and Soldier Boy of all people, like you allowed them to tell you to drink something and you just got out of rehab. Okay, whatever. Well, um, if there are kids listening to this, remember uh, check before you follow your peers. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Exactly. So I mean, moving right along. I mean Chris Brown. You know he's always going to be in the news. He's a I knew like. R&B bad boy like Bobby Brown. So moving right along, moving to Queen B. Um, Forbes magazine has released its annual Celebrity 100 list, and Queen B is at the top of this list. Forbes estimated that Beyonce earned roughly, yeah, and she earned roughly $115 million from June 2013 to June 2014. Her husband only made $60 million in that time frame, which puts him in the sixth place on that same list. So right now it looks like B is the breadwinner in the household for now. Um, LeBron James, <laughs> it does. I mean, 60, 150, okay. Um, LeBron James takes the number two spot with $72 million. Oprah um, was number four at $82 million. And Ellen takes the number five spot with $70 million. Beyonce and Jay-Z are set to top last year's earnings with this current tour that they are on on the run, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I attended the first showing in Miami, and it was a blast. Like, they had no opening act. It was just them, um, and they performed for, like, three hours. Oh, wow. So it was wonderful. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's and, I mean, that's why they didn't show up to the BET Awards. They're making money. Well, I hope she they are making money. money. <laughs> Who? Give me? Uh, Beyonce, I hope she get, yeah, give me, you know, hey, help, help, help your brother. <laughs> okay. Hey, I always said if, if Oprah was adopting a child, I, I, you know, I raised my hand to that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to move on to some strange news. Um, barbershop slash strip club. Barbershop oh, by day God. and strip club by night. At Superface Barbershop in Orange County, Florida, you could go for an edge up and come out with your third leg up. This shop got caught slipping <laughs> early last Sunday morning with having an illegal all-need strip club in the shop after hours. The Is that even illegal? Alcohol. No, oh, it's illegal. God. <laughs> uh, 
the shop had a permanently installed stripper pole that was visible in the daytime for customers and children to see. The owner of the barber shop slash eye candy shop was arrested and charged with allowing workers to engage in nudity, having underage dancers, because a lot of the dancers were 17, and operating without a liquor license. The owner was released after posting bond on Monday morning. Wow. Yeah, that's... uh, that's interesting. That, I mean, that, that, can you imagine going into a strip club, I mean, going into a barber club, barber shop, and a strip club at night? It's kind of well. You know, know I, I could not imagine that. That's that's unbelievable. That's, <laughs> you, you 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 do a fantastic job. But how do they advertise? That's what's killing me. Like, how do they advertise this? Like, well, you know, come to the strip club. I, I could I could I could only imagine that while they're cutting here. I mean. I, I'm going to assume that 90% of the business or 95% of the business is all male. So you just kind of say, well, hey, guys. And, you know, where I go to get my barbershop, where I go to get my haircut at Big City Barbers, um, they have flyers, you know, sitting there. So I guess on the way out, I mean, hey, what better place to advertise something like that than a barbershop? Is it a good idea? Maybe from a business standpoint, is it legal? I could imagine not so, especially selling liquor. But I mean, I mean, think about your clientele. You may have police officers who come in there and get their hair cut. You know, you may have you know different types of people who may see a flyer. So I'm just why I'm wondering, like, how did they actually advertise this? Like, it couldn't have been on a flyer. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody brought their child in there to get their hair cut. And, and I mean, what do they come here after midnight for a special treat? Like, what? What is it? You know, I I I, I don't <laughs> even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is that is very very insane. I mean, you need happen but in Florida. You know, we have strength up here. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But um, well, I have some more strange news for you. Um, there's a crybaby cook in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, hmm. it's a hard not life for this crybaby cook in Georgia. Um, I guess it brings tears to his eyes, having to hold people up at gunpoint for cash. At a Days Inn hotel near Atlanta, Georgia, a man is seen breaking down after a heist goes wrong. The front desk clerk of the Days Inn allowed the burglar to take all the money out of the register at the front desk. But when he demanded access to the security cameras and the safe, the clerk had no access to them and advised the burglar of that. He started to cry. He was very upset that the hotel attendant didn't have access to those areas. The criminal is seen visibly upset on the security tape as he flees the scene with tears in his eyes and his hands covering his face. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this, 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 this is too much. You can't make this Enough. stuff up. You can't make it up. Yeah, only in Atlanta, I guess. I love Atlanta, by the way. I love Atlanta, but that, yeah, that, that, that would be uh, terribly, terribly terribly be funny that that is that is that is insane do you have any more strange news or is that it that's all i have for strange news i have some serious stuff here too okay you want to go what do you have serious that's serious, stuff? <laughs> okay. serious so on a serious note um you know getting straight to the point uh this actually is kind of disturbing um disney and universal workers were uh arrested in a sexting operation Three theme, park, three theme park workers were arrested in a sex operation in Central Florida. The offenders were said to have traveled to meet minors to engage in sexual activity, and some even possessed child pornography. The operation concluded Monday night in Polk County, Florida. A total of 16 men were arrested in this sting. However, three of the men worked at theme parks where, of course, children frequent. Another offender with direct contact with children who were arrested in this thing was a high school geometry teacher. Oh, God. Parents, yeah. be careful. Watch your kids. And, you know, this is not the first time like, Disney has been in trouble. Well, I'm not, not going to even say Disney because I love Disney, but people that have worked at Disney, that is uh, very, very, very troubling. You never know. Speak to your kids, talk to your kids all the time, and just make sure that you know what they're what they are doing because there's a there's a lot of different things. Can I can I say one thing with your report? Um, yeah. I saw today that kids were smoking uh, bed bugs, and Ooh. it was 
Yeah, it's a chemical in bed bugs that if you dry the bed bugs out and smoke it, 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 it was it was it was, all, it was on the news today, and it was, it was just it's just crazy. So once again, uh, parents, please watch your kids. Remember, we tried a lot of things as very young people, and uh, I'm sure they will try the same. So we just have to be involved in our kids and make sure we watch them and things like that. Okay. Yeah. You can go ahead, Ms. Whitman. Don't let the media raise your kids either. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, 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 don't, don't start preaching, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to another, you know, news story, a serious news story. Um, something that me and you touched on earlier today when we talked, Robert, um, the new laws in Florida that take effect today. Today mm-hmm. in Florida, 167 bills approved by the legislature and signed by Governor Rick Scott going to effect. Of course, I cannot go over all of the bills um, that are enforced as of today, but I did want to go through some of the ones that I found noteworthy. Um, as far as guns go, um, it prohibits insurance companies from denying coverage or increasing rates based on customers owning guns or ammunition. Um, this is the law, me and you talked about earlier today, the law that bars groups that um, broke laws in the state from soliciting money in Florida, bans felons from raising money for charity, and increases um, reporting requirements for larger charities and requirement information from companies that solicit donations for charities by phone. Um, what stuck out to us, of course, was the felons not being able to raise money for charity. So that was right, um, right. something that was quite interesting. And 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 um, just just to talk about that a little bit. It is it is very very interesting because a lot of felons do come out of start charitable organizations and, and nonprofit organizations, and I don't know if people are paying attention, but you know the law that was set out today states that if you are a convicted felon, you can't raise money. That like in the state of Florida, and, and to me that's that's pretty scary, and it's a wake up call of who we're voting to be our uh, state representatives. And I know a lot of people don't care. Right. They only go out to the main elections. But it's, it is very, very, very important to go out and, and because your state representatives, state representatives represent you and they should speak the same language you are speaking. So when you don't get up and you don't go out and you don't vote, laws like this are passed. I do understand where they were coming from because most scam artists have been convicted felons, but there are a lot of people that are convicted felons that are really good people, and they should be able to raise money. So on that note, yeah. um, go out and vote. Make sure you make a difference. And I just hope that shows like this can be an outlet to let you know that things are changing right out, right under your nose that you may very well not even know about. But uh, back to you, Ms. Wiggum. Okay. I mean, definitely, I, I totally agree with everything that you said um, because that – you know, like you said, most felons may come out of prison and want to change their life and go back to their old neighborhood and, and probably host an event to help other children not go down the road that they chose. So, yeah, definitely pay attention to who you vote for. But I have some other things that stuck out to me. Um, the word sexual predator to be marked on the front of driver's license and identification cards for people designated as sexual predators. Now, I thought that wow. was quite interesting. Yeah. That's, the, that's one, one yeah. of the new laws. Yep. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. Florida, you better Sexual wake up. Predator. Wake up guys. Um, you heard it here. Let's see another one. Um, Requires notification of the county sheriff when a sexual offender is released from the civil, uh, for from the civil commitment center, and requires colleges and universities to notify students when a sexual predator is on campus. So I think that one is cool. Um, yeah. And school permits are not transparent transferable to a different location or owner and authorize the state agency to close the food facility if the department finds it possesses an immediate danger or threat to public health. So that means if they find out that, you know, you're not keeping your food correctly or you're not preparing it properly, they actually have the authority to come in and say, okay, you know, you're, you're done. So I thought that was interesting itself. Um, well, we thank you very much. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't, I didn't know you had no more. <laughs> oh, no, no, that, that's pretty much, that's all I have for today. I just want to ask the followers to follow me on Twitter at at Wiggum Report, and the Wiggum is W-H-I-G-H-A-M, Report. And you can hashtag me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at hashtag Wiggum Report. I'm Alicia Wiggum bringing you a Wiggum Report. 
straight no chaser. Well, thank you very much, Miss Wiggum. We're going to go to a commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to have our guest, Alicia Shine, the author of Social Butterflies, a book that you must read. It is full of scandal. It is full of cheating. It is full of marriage and single life. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our topic, marriage life versus the single life. Dun, dun, dun. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's up? It's Catalina from the 97.9 KISS FM afternoon show for Laserloft. Obviously, this is where you got to go in Jacksonville to get a tattoo lasered off. So ex-boyfriend's name, ugly flower, this is where you go. Plus, I saw this amazing treatment last week. I watched this woman's under eyes go from dark and puffy to tightened and lightened up in 10 minutes. It was so cool to see it work. And you can get it done for free. All you got to do is stop by Laserloft, 4372 Southside Boulevard, or give them a call, 642-7774. Medical Director, Dr. Roberto Garcia. I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said, it better be something good and, and a lot, lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. Tonight, in the presence of the Real Talkers Robert Simmons Show, we have no other than the beautiful Miss Alicia Shine, the author of Social Butterflies. Miss Alicia, how are you doing tonight? I am well. How are you? I am great. And, of course, you know the topic is marriage versus single life. And you have a book that pretty much covers married people, single people, um, scandal, and a whole lot yeah. of things in between. And I and I I read the book and I am telling everybody to go out and read your book. Well let me first ask you, um, what inspired you to write this book? How many times have we looked at someone else's marriage or relationship and we want to pattern ours after theirs based on what we see on the outside? Because what we see is a loving couple who seems to be financial stable, and they have the finest things in life. And then you see later on down the line that they're either getting divorced or they're still together, but they're miserable, and they refuse to leave not because of love, but but because of possession. That's why I wrote the book. Wow. To make you think about what do you value more than your happiness. So, so you do believe that a lot of people have sacrificed their happiness for marriages. I'm, I'm going to assume. I mean, yes. the, the book is uh, clearly phenomenal, and um, if you can give, I don't want to see. I don't know how to tell the book without telling everything. So, if you want to give the audience okay. a sneak preview of the book, <laughs> you are more than welcome to do that. Okay. Okay, the book is about three main characters. Uh, one is Timon, who's a loving mother and devoted wife to those who think they know her. The line dormant underneath her, inside of her, she's evil, vicious, and she's a lying snake. And she Uh-oh. will strike at anything and anyone to get her way. Now, her husband, mm. Andrew, He's a self-made millionaire. He's tall, chocolate, dark, white teeth. He dressed good. He looked good. And everywhere he goes, the women aren't all over him because he looks like someone that they want to meet. But what these women don't know is that Andrew is weak, and his wife, Timon, dictates his every move. He's miserable, but he won't leave because he will not let Timon take his material possessions, so he stays in a dysfunctional marriage. Now, Honey is the other woman who comes into play, and she goes against everything that she believes in. 
and she gets caught in a web with a married man, which is Andrew. So she must decide forever she's going to stay with Andrew and listen to his lies, that he's telling her that he's going to leave Timon or seek fulfillment in another relationship. That's the gist of it. Wow. Well, that is deep. And just to let you know, the main, the guy that you described, you know, he kind of sounds like yeah, me, yeah, except for the weakness. But you said something that was very, very interesting, and I want people to listen and, and listen very close because you said he was sacrificing his happiness to be in this marriage. And I believe that a lot of people, even today, are sacrificing whatever it is that they're doing or who they're doing um, to keep that up to be with someone that they are extremely unhappy with. Now, when I say this, I'm not speaking on a, on a sense of uh, we're all going to have we're all going to have problems in relationships. I mean, you bring two people together, everybody's not going to see eye to eye. We get that, but the husband, which is Mona's husband, am I correct? Yes. Mona's husband is doing what I think a lot of men and women do in today's society, sacrificing happiness. Now, let me ask you this. When, when I read this, read this book, is any of this a part of your personal experience or was it just strictly fictional, just a good idea? This is strictly fictional. Okay, but, but you've seen circumstances like this. Well, I myself at one time in my own life, it wasn't possessions that kept me in an abusive marriage, but it was perception and other people, what other people thought. Right. And I was more right. concerned about what other people thought, and I stayed in a marriage that I should have gotten out of a long time ago. But then I finally realized that either I was going to be dead or I would eventually kill him and my children would have been without a mother. So I had to make some decisions. I had to leave, and I had to take my six children with me and leave and go to my mom, back to live with my mother. So my life is a little bit in this book. It's not much, but just the part about what we value more than happiness. Wow. And I think sometimes well, I, we get I, caught up. With, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think no, sometimes we get caught up on what other people think and others' perceptions. And if money is involved, it really will keep people there because they don't want to lose possessions. People don't want to start over. They're afraid to start over. Um, I don't, you know, we remember years ago our grandparents or mothers used to tell us a piece of a man or a piece of a woman is better than none. Well, at one time I thought that. I disagree with that today. Sometimes the pieces is not worth having the pieces. And I think, I believe if you're a complete person, I need a complete person to be with. I don't need a piece because a lot of times the piece you get is not worth it. Wow. That, that, that is deep. I, I, I want to repeat that. When you are a complete person, you should be with a complete person. Now, before I, I go into uh, what I want to talk about next, I just want to give the number out. Guys, you can call okay. in and speak to her in the next segment. Uh, area code... Six four six five nine five twenty four ninety. Again, that is six four six five nine five twenty four ninety. And to get back to what you were saying, it was very, 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 very powerful because I think a lot of people go into relationships. Uh, let's say a marriage, because that's what the topic is. Into a marriage, thinking that they can fix or change someone, and they find out quickly that they can't. Exactly. <laughs> am I am I wrong about that or? You can't change another person. That's impossible. You can't change a person's mindset, or especially if their upbringing is different from yours. That's why you have to be very particular who you marry. You, have, you need to ask questions. Get in their background, see where they came from, how they raised their children. You need to ask all these questions. And even though love is a part of the marriage, Love is good, but that shouldn't be the only reason you get married. You need to get some information because a lot of times you think you're on the same page, and once you say I do, you realize 
you're going two separate directions. And marriage, sometimes people think that marriage means ownership, as Mona felt in this book. She dictated Andrew's movement. And sometimes you, instead of being a marriage, you're in a prison because every move you make, you got to give a call, where you at, what you're doing. That's not marriage. That's prison, man. And that means that person don't have trust. And trust, if you don't have trust, you don't have anything. Wow. So basically, without trust, you might as well just in the relationship peacefully. Is basically what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Now, 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 now. Back, 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 back to your book. Let's and using the same topic. The can I say mistress? Am I telling too much of the book by saying that? The mistress versus Mona. Mona had the she had a husband. Uh, he had money. She was married. So on the outside looking in, she was living the good life. Now, yeah. the mistress, on the other hand, who didn't have as much, but she had the man. She was single, but it wasn't her man. Was she more happier? It, to me, it looked like she was a little bit more happier than the than the actual wife. Well, in the beginning, she was. She was um, in the beginning. She was happy with Andrew, and because they they formed the relationship, um, it wasn't an intended relationship, but it formed because they continued to keep each other's company. Um, they came into play because you know sometimes in a marriage um, when the one of the partners don't pay attention to the other partner, it doesn't take much for the, your, the mate to stray away. And a lot of times people think it's sex, but it's not sex. If someone right. has on your wife not telling you you look good in the morning or they don't pay any attention to you when you talk, and then you meet somebody at work or maybe in a cafe you frequently uh, attend, and they start listening at you and they tell you, you look, you look good in pink, guess what? The next time you go in the restaurant, you're going to have those things because that person paid attention to you. It's the little things. And sex, uh, it eventually comes into play, but sex wasn't the reason the mistress or the mister came into play. It was because the other partner's basic needs, whatever they were, weren't being met by their spouse or their significant others. Wow. But she wow. was happy beginning. But then when the, as the relationship formed and when Andrew began to tell her all these things and all them lies that she wasted her time and her life in a relationship that she knew wasn't healthy for her, she began to get unhappy. And that's when she had to make some decisions for herself. Do I stay because I love him or do I leave because I need to move on with my life? And so she has to make some decisions herself. Wow. Well, you guys hear it here. The number to call in is 646-595-2490. We're going to start taking calls on the next segment. Once again, the number is 646-595-2490. Call in. Give your opinion. Single versus the married life. I got a couple of emails and things today, and a lot of people, I was getting different things. You know, I was getting uh, the married life is better because it's safer, it's security, it's this. Then you get, um, and, it, and it was interesting because as I read the book, I realized a lot of these characters are existing day to day just on Facebook yeah. or or, yeah. or or in your workplace. So yeah. it's very relatable. It's, you know, I know it's a fictional book, but it has true uh, attributes to it. And right. as I looked around, I had some people saying, well, you know what? The side woman gets more of the men's attention than the actual wife, especially when she's a certain way. And, you know, everybody had very, very valid points. You know, don't okay. get me wrong. Everybody had very valid points. Some of the married people, some of the single people. I don't know what the solution is. But maybe that will be in your second book. <laughs> because, you know, after reading it, I was like, and I, I had one of my friends read it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I want to know what happens next because, you know, I want to see the, the, the next book, you know, what's, what's right. going to take place. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give away what happened at the end, but please don't. <laughs> I, I would I would um, be expecting a part two, I guess, shortly because it's, it's it's that good, and it's always a good thing when people want more. So yeah, um, that's, that's a plus. <laughs> you know, so speaking of Okay. Go ahead. No, you know, see, when, you, when we talk about the single life, um, there are pluses with the single life. You know, um, mm-hmm. you're able to go and come as you please. You're not, uh, you have to give no, no accountability. Um, right. It's, when, you, when you come home sometimes from work, a stressful day at work, it's good sometimes not knowing that you have to cook or no one's on the other side of the door. You actually can relax or, or do what you want to do. Right. And but the downside to it too, sometimes if you're not feeling well, you're sick during the night, you don't have anybody there for you. You don't have sometimes maybe you have a stressful day, you come home, you want someone to talk to, but no one is there. So there's some downs and some plus, but um marriage life is good. I think it's one of the greatest um unions that God has a game between a man and a woman. But if I I've been in a in a time that I've been married myself been a in a place where my home life was horrible, and I hated going home. And I would drive around the I would just drive around if I get off work because I hated going home because my, my home life was just, I, just so much trouble in it. I hated going there. There was no peace there. And then when I finally get home, I would hope and pray my husband wasn't there. And then finally when he was there, I was just like, I was just like being all wishing he would leave. That's not a healthy Marriage, that's not a healthy relationship. A marriage should be where you want to go home. You want to be with your mate. You enjoy their company. You know, you, you right. want that. That's what a, a healthy marriage is. You're there to support each other. You're not there to tear each other down. You can have your own friends. I have mine. And we do things separate. We have to do everything together because I still want you to be you. But sometimes in a marriage, one or the other they want you to be who you who they want you to be, and you lose your own identity. Wow, very, very, very powerful. Well, we're going to take a break, a sponsorship break, and we're going to come okay. uh, back. And when we come back, we're going to take calls. Is that fine with you? That's great. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, okay. we'll be right back after this. Facing the loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. And during this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home. And my recommendation is C.L. Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry and service is their number one priority. For more information on C.L. Page Mortuary, visit www.clpagemortuary.com or call 904 904- I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said it better be something good and and a lot lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. Welcome back, guys, to the Real Talk with Robert Simmons show, and we are talking single life versus the married life with Miss Alicia Shine, and we're actually going to take calls on this segment because I see the switchboard, <clears throat> excuse me, is, is lighting up. Miss Shine, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, so I'm going to uh, take uh, our first caller right here. Okay. Okay, Carla, you are on the air. What's your name and where you from? Hello, caller, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Okay, well, we can't hear them. We'll go to our, our next caller. Hello? Uh, caller, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Yes, my name is Morgan, and I'm from Dothan, Alabama. 
And I just want to say something, and I want to say something real straight. First of all, Robert, I'm happy that I finally got on your show because I've been calling and calling, and I have never been able to get on your show, and it's really an honor to speak to you. I'm a huge fan. And I just want to say this. I am never, ever going to get married because I believe (laughs) that all married men cheat. And I'm just going to tell you why, Robert. I'm just going to tell you why. And for every single single man that hit on me, five married men seem to hit on me. And it's quite annoying, and I don't understand why they want to pick me out. I mean, it happens at school. It happens at work. It even happens at church. These married men are being faithful to their wives, and I refuse to go down the aisle in my beautiful white dress, and then three, four, five years from then, he's breaking my heart when I'm being faithful. I just don't understand. They're in my Facebook they're stopping me on the street. They're stopping me at the grocery store. And I dress pretty modestly. I mean, I'm from Alabama. And they just pulling me everywhere in little old dosing. I just don't well, understand let me, let why. Me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. Is it, is it possible that you are attracting a group of unhappy married men? I mean, because I'm sure there's some guys that can call in. And, fellas, please call in. Um, that point will probably say, hey. There's a lot of married women that try to holler at me. I don't know. No, I'm going to tell you what the problem is. No, this is what the problem is. They're horny and they can't control their penises. This is the problem. And there's too many women out there who are giving them opportunities. And I'm just not the one. I mean, for five years, Robert, five years this man has been trying to sleep with me, and I keep telling him no. I keep telling him no, and he keeps trying to sleep with me. And it's quite annoying. And it's quite frustrating. And for every, I was like, dude, I wanted to get married at some point in my life, but it just looks like what I see, it's going to be a bit of disappointment. And judging from the book here, it's just going to be disappointment in her life story. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to raise my children in an unhappy home. I have a very happy life here in Dothan, Alabama, and I don't want anybody taking my happiness away from me. Well, I believe that there's still hope. Michelle, do you have anything to say to this conversation? I don't know. Yes. I I do not believe that every man cheats. Um, I I do believe that, as as even in the book, that men do cheat. And and Robert said something earlier is when we think that we can change people. Many times these men were were cheaters when they were dating these women. And, And a lot of times the women go ahead and marry them thinking that they will change or that they will be committed to them. But if they're cheaters, they're going to cheat while they're dating or while they're married. But I don't think you should forsake your happiness based on other people's relationships because of they're trying to hit on you. They're just not satisfied at, uh, with their own lives, so they rather stay where they are, as we're saying, and, and cheat on their wives. So I'm sure it's not the first time, it's not going to be the last time, but don't forsake your happiness based on other people's relationships because all men don't cheat. And, and, you well, know, thank you, I, thank I you, really thank you for coming to uh, the I really want to support that my grandma was cheated on, my great-grandma was cheated on by my grandpa and my granddad. So it's just hard for me to see that there's any hope in this marriage thing. I know the happiest couple I know are in an open marriage. She's a porn star, and he lets her do what she wants to do, and she does what she wants to do. And that's the happiest marriage I know. They well, have fun. Well, well, right. You know, is, is, is that the solution, open marriages? I mean, it's a marriage. You can't handle it. But it seems like that may be the solution. <laughs> well, thank you very open much marriage. for your call. Everybody, go get yourself an open marriage. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, thank you for your call. We got, we have to uh, continue to move on. <laughs> so the switchboard is lighting up. So I'm going to go uh, to uh, my next call. Uh, go ahead, caller. You're on the air. What's your name and where you from? Hello. You're on the air. Hello. What's your name? And where you from? Uh, my name is Vera, and I'm calling from Jacksonville. How are you doing, Vera? I'm doing fine, and I wanted to tell Mashai it's such a wonderful book. Thank I you. Book, and it had me on the edge of my seat all the way through. It was so wonderful. I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that someone could be so treacherous. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And not to expose everything, because I would recommend everybody to really, really get that book. It, it's, it's a wonderful pastime. It's so nice. I, I can't believe that this woman was made to, you know, give up a child, and the results from giving up that child, 
what happened. I don't want to expose everything either because I really want people to buy the book because it is so wonderful. But it was so much suspense in it everywhere I went. I mean, in the store, I was reading it. At the, at the uh, stop sign, I had it out of my car. I was reading it. It's such a wonderful book. And I'm waiting for your next book. I'm waiting Great. for it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're well, so thank welcome. you very, very, very much for uh, for your call. Have a nice night. Yeah, you too. You guys, make sure you go ahead out and buy the book. We're going to move on to our next caller. Okay, Carla, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Hello, Carla, you're on the air. Am, am I there? Hello, can you hear you're me? You're on the air. I can hear you. Okay. Well, I was going to talk about the book, but I think I want to talk more about the lady from Alabama. Good, <laughs> 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 <Goodness laughs> gracious. <laughs> Because she said so it seemed like if she going to marriage, it's cheating from the front where it goes. <laughs> yeah, I think well, I think she had a whole other set of issues. <laughs> yeah, because because when you talk about marriage, and I guess the book, it's all about commitment. You know, it's all about you know what what are you looking for long term in your life? Because marriage is supposed to be long term. To death do we part. And I think the guy almost died in the, in I think in the first part of the book. He almost died, but um, <laughs> I, I I read I read the book. I liked the book. I, I liked the story. Uh, and I think this uh, well, I'm, I'm a Rufus Carpenter first calling from Virginia right now. Um, I think there's more to the book than than, than Miss Shine is letting on. She said the book is not about her life, but when you read the book and you go through it. Some of that you can't just imagine. Some of that you have it has to be experienced, whether it's your experience or someone you know's experience. Because like you said, th- those were some things that too real. Too real. Yeah. So yeah. Miss Miss Shine, help us out. Let us know. Give us the backstory because we know the story you put on the paper. Now give us the backstory. How did you get to this point? How did the book happen? That's what I'm looking for. Well the book is fictional and Believe it or not, the characters aren't real. These are characters that were given to me by God. I prayed about it, and the characters were revealed to me, the storylines and everything. Not a day goes by that I don't talk to somebody or someone or meet someone that knows someone that's living this lifestyle. And as I listen at the stories that people tell me, my question is, what did they value? Why did they value these things over their happiness? And that's how the book came to play, just based on talking and dealing with people on a daily basis and conversations. Because a lot of times, many, you think people are happy based on what you see on the outside, but it's not true. They're not, you, you don't find that many people that's really happy in the relationship that they're in. They just deal with it. They just accept it. And I don't believe you should accept anything if you're not happy in it. That's how I started the book. Okay. Well, I'm not going to buy all that, but, but I, it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man, we, we, we thank you. We thank you very much uh, for your call. We're going to keep moving right along because the switchboard is lit up, and uh, we're pressing for time. So going on to our next caller, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Hello. Caller, you're on the air. Yes, I'm from New York City. Hello, New York City. How you doing? I'm blessed. This is Katrina. Thank you. I'm blessed, thank God. Um, I have no idea um, about this book. I've never heard of it before, but it sounds pretty good. But uh, my concern is a little different from the book because I know nothing about it. But um, I've been in a single life all my life, and I do desire to be with someone. I've never been in what you would say a relationship. And mm-hmm. my question, and I know they have this thing where um, in the Bible where he that finds a wife finds a good thing. And I understand that they use the Ruth and Boaz um, content, you know, in reference to this situation. So i be honest, I do have a crush on someone, and I like them. And um, I, it's like 
I think that being forward sometimes kind of leaves me out there where it doesn't work for me. So my question is, what should I do in this case? Because I've been pretty burdened with it. Because I'm like, oh, the person don't seem to be showing the truth. No call, no nothing. Yeah, you're fading out a little bit. I'm sorry. So my uh, thing is, like, you know, the person didn't seem to be showing interest in the way that uh, I'm, we're having a, a, hard, a hard time hearing you. Okay, could you hear me now? Barely. Can you hear uh, Miss Michelle? You can hear. Barely, she seems so far away. Okay, what about yeah, you, now? You, 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 yeah, that's much okay, better. Much better. better. Okay, great. Yes. Um. So basically, there's somebody that um I'm interested in and. I don't want to, I find myself being a little forward at times, and I don't want to mess myself up, you know, with this situation. So I'm like, what should I do? Because I can't be forward. And I felt like, okay, maybe if the person was interested in me, um, they would have been said something since April. And that's when the first time I met the person. But I'm like, I don't want to be too forward because, I mean, actually, I found myself being forward at times, but I don't want to mess anything up. So my thing is, what should I do in this case? Does he seem uh, interested in me? <laughs> no, I, I was about to say <laughs> Cupid.com. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, are black people mean or something? Um, um, does he not interested in you? Does he have like um, Only... Like, in a decent way, it's not like he's coming off to me. And plus, he's like, um, how should I say it? He's a spiritual person, so I guess he, he's kind of careful how he reacts in front of people. And there's a lot of people that's looking up to him, like the congregation or whatever. He's never been married before. And I'm like, I'm just trying to find – I mean, I like him, but I don't want to um, – you know, mess anything up in the event that there might be a potential. But some people feel like, oh, you should just tell tell him. But I can't just come out and tell him because I'm concerned about, my, you know, me getting rejected. And there's times I've visited, you know, um, there or whatever. And well, um, well, I don't want to – I don't – let, let me interrupt you for, for, for a second yes. because um, while Miss Alicia Shine is probably the expert, um, you, mm-hmm. you could probably um, – Get a one-on-one session with her, but we do have to move oh, on because we have other callers. That, okay, uh, I'm sorry. That, that one. No, you know you're you're, you're fine. Um, in fact, you can you can have a one-on-one session with me, and I can probably give you some advice myself. But okay. um, I I want I want to thank you very very much for calling because we <clears throat> we have about ten more callers and we have like seven okay. minutes. So uh, look, thank you very much for your call. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you so much. All right, be blessed. Okay, we're gonna go to our. Uh, Next caller. Okay, caller, you are on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Hello, I'm Jennifer. Hello. Hello. Hey, Jennifer, how you doing? Hey, how are we? I'm calling from Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia. I was um, just there not too long ago. Okay. I was calling in response to this young lady who says um, that all men cheat and she <laughs> never wants to get married. Um. I have a few things to say about that. I understand the mindset, and I understand where that comes from. I've never been married myself, but I still, um, if that opportunity is presented to me one day, I think I would accept. Um, But what I want to say about the situation is I think people have a fairy tale version of what marriage should be. Um, I think I'm realistic in saying that the ones that you love most are the ones that have the potential to hurt you the most. Um, Mm -hmm. And in loving someone, you have to realize their, their good, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, their imperfections as well. Um, And you just basically have to decide what you're willing to deal with. You have to pick your battle. Um, When you see the flaws in someone and they see the flaws in you and you can accept them, then I think that is the basis for, a strong, long-lasting relationship. Um, and I think people, like I said, people just have a fairy tale version of what they think relationships are, what they think relationships should be. Society sets standards and protocols for what should work and what shouldn't work when we have to individually work those things out within ourselves and make our decisions as far as what we'll deal with and what we won't. 
deal with. That's just basically what I wanted to say about that. But I, but I think um, I want to tell her if she's still listening that it is possible to be with someone that doesn't cheat. I have to hold on to that um, because if I don't, I, I don't know. I kind else, of feel right? like I would be left with nothing. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> but that's basically all I wanted to say. Okay, hey, well, Jennifer, we thank you very, very much for your call. We're going to keep the ball rolling and go ahead and uh, move to our next caller. Okay, caller, you are on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Caller, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Hello, is it my turn? You're on the air. Yes, it's your turn. (laughs) Oh, cool. Are we talking about the book or are we talking about relationships? What are we talking about here? Well, the book book is about relationships. The book is about married and single and cheating. Uh it's it's a very Oh well well listen, I read the book. book and it was you know, I'm a uh I'm an Alicia uh, fan now. I read the book but because I just came on and I heard some other conversations and I was confused. Unless Ms. Oh Shine no, well well we were talking about the book and what led up to people cheating and you know of course in the book there was a mistress and then there was a wife and and then one person said that all men cheat and that kind of, you know, different calls. Yeah, it was full of all that juicy stuff, and I really, really enjoyed the book. <laughs> I want to give her, uh, I want to give her accolades and tell her that there should be a sequel to that. Actually, thank That's you. <laughs> I, I, I said I said the same thing in the book. The book was really, really good. Like I said, it left, I mean, at the end, you're like, what? <laughs> and you know, you know, there was a, a coworker of mine that was reading the book. And when she told me she got to her destination and couldn't get out of the car, I said, dang, I got to read this. And she, <laughs> and she was um, she was so so right back. By the way, I'm calling from Florida. So that's my home girl. Uh-oh. Um, All right. But it was so, so good. But something else got to come after that. Come on, well, I, I, well, I'm, I'm sure, uh, like they always say, backed by popular demand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'd, like to, I, I'd like to ask the author a question, please. Go ahead. Uh, I'd like to know, is there a possibility for a sequel to this story? Yes, I'm working on it now. Oh, yippee. <laughs> there you have well, it. <laughs> well, I can't wait, and I know that all of your other readers can't wait. And um, congratulations for a first effort that's been just phenomenal. And keep writing, girlfriend. Thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. You're very, very welcome. We're going to go to our next caller. I did not know we were going to run out of time. But, (laughs) caller, you're on the air. If you can say it in 60 seconds, you're good. Hello. Caller, you're on the air. Which name were you from? Drew from Jacksonville. Hey, how you doing, Drew? Just great. I have a couple of questions for Ms. Shine. Hello? Okay. Okay, she... I'm here. I've read the I'm book. Here. And the book seemed to be very intriguing. But it just seems to be to me that it could be, it could be a lot that could be added to, and I want to know, will that be following in the second book? Uh, you mean more details from the first book to, to the second book? Uh, correct. Yes. There will be some more explanation of what went on in the first book and the second book. Will it be to that extent? Yes, even deeper. Wow. I must say, girlfriend, keep on writing that. Thank you. <laughs> hey, well, hey, well, we uh, we thank you for your call. We have sixty seconds left. Um, I am going to do a public apology to Miss Nina Moore. Uh, she was supposed to come on and 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 do a uh, a wonderful segment for us because she's that wonderful. But uh, <laughs> the dashboard was lit up. I apologize to the other twenty five calls that's still on the line. We are out of time. Um, we didn't know we were going to get overwhelmed. So this book is good. So, Ms. Alicia, for the last few minutes, can you tell them where they can find you, your website, Facebook, and all that good yes. stuff? Yes. They can, buy, they can buy the book and purchase. It's available in paperback, hardback, and e-book. 
um, BarnesandNoble.com, um, Amazon.com, or you can buy it off my website, AliciaShine.net. Okay. Hey, guys, we thank you. God bless you. God keep you. We are thank out of here. For more information, follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Real Talk Robert. Robert